The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot in the United States Heavyweight. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 miles. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious how about, how about Hello and welcome to the WrestleCast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? Hey, listeners, um, you know, I, sh- you know, I should be saying, well, I'm going to say this. I'm, you know, sitting here next to the Hall of Famer himself, well, potential Hall of, you know, future Hall of Famer, you know, once the induction ceremony happens, even we Hall of Fame, we had to change the introduction around, but, you know, I'm sitting next to the man, well, I sit next to, but we having this conversation over the airwaves with the, Hall of Famer himself, Don DeLorente. <laughs> well, well, I appreciate that. Thank you to Classic for stopping by last week, celebrating with us. Uh, thank you to everybody who uh, gave us well wishes on Twitter and uh, all the other various platforms. Greatly appreciate it. And uh, like I said, we couldn't have done it without everybody here in the WrestleCast community and everyone here on the CSPN, which is where you can find this podcast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I am going to navigate us through the season premieres of SmackDown Matters and Monday Night Raw. You can find us sharing this commentary with color each and every week on CSPN.us. You can also find us through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, or you got it. Well, no more Stitcher Radio or RIP. <laughs> just ingrained in my memory to say that uh, right <laughs> um, but uh, yeah just search for the WrestleCast dash to CSPN subscribe to the logo with the new day holding the WrestleCast sign and this programming will show up in your podcast cues each and every week alright Mo we had the premiere of Smackdown which means they had on the marquee the return of the tribal chief but before we get to all that business and shenanigans we're going to talk about the action that happened in the ring so we started okay. out with the return a pretty deadly yes boy yes boy <laughs> so uh, Miss Simi definitely uh, starting off her Friday night in high spirits and they got the win over the brawling brutes, Elton Prince, who had just came back from a shoulder injury, faked a knee injury, which led to the roll-up pin of Ridge Holland. Um, he was out there doing his no. Paul Pierce in the wheelchair yes. when it first started. <laughs> look, look, Kyler Kyler was like in the um hashtag. He was like, man, he was like, man, man's come back from an injury. I guess the man who put him on the show. You know why? He said, "Why? Why did he?" He said something like, "Like you know, you know why? Why? Why is this happening?" But I was like, "Yeah, this is real interesting." But you know, the right team won. Yeah, that's like last week when Booker T was like, "Oh man, they done got Ridge Holland pissed. He could hurt somebody." I was like, "Booker, history is clearly shown. Ridge Holland don't need to be pissed for him to hurt people." Right. Or, 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 he could hurt himself. <laughs> very true. Very true. Because right down at NXT, we know what happened. We got Bailey getting the win over Zelina Vega when EO Sky offered a distraction that broke up the code red and led to the rose plant after the match. The beatdown is on. But here comes Charlotte to run in for the save. And help out Zelina Vega. Okay. So, um, 
Charlotte running hills. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> but usually she, she can't do the patty and kick him off when she come into the ring. Listen, she did that. But she came right down there. And I was like, girl, <laughs> I think you can't run them hills. <laughs> Or something, but she can't. She came down there, taking forever. I was like, it's gonna take forever to get down there. The segment will be over by the time you get down there. <laughs> uh, we had Jimmy Uso and Cody Rhodes. They got the win over Austin Theory and Grayson Waller. Hold um, on, time out. Yes, sir. It wasn't Jimmy. It was Jay. Oh, excuse me, Jay Uso. Um, my bad. You are. Absolutely right, sir. You and these um these tanks, bro. <laughs> oh yes, yes, yes. You are absolutely right. It's the note taking, sir. <laughs> I'm, just I'm like, wait a minute. Wasn't that brother? It was the other one. <laughs> yeah, it's the other one. Jay Uso and Cody Rhodes defeated Austin Theory and Grayson Waller. We got the crossroads to the 1D on Austin Theory. Uh, after the match, the, co- the champs go to leave, but that's when Jimmy Uso and Solo Sequoia come out to stare them down. Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman come out as well with the new general manager, Nick Aldis, having to keep Cody and Roman Reigns apart. So back to the story a little bit here. Funny thing <laughs> about that whole interaction. First time, I mean, the first time Cody, the first time Cody wasn't, um, had saw the face to face with Roman since That's WrestleMania. Good. Okay. And I'm sure this probably was the first time in a long time Cody and Nick always had an interaction with each other. Oh, right. Since NWA, probably. Yeah, because, you know, he um, he went to 10 pounds to go at the first all-in. Mm, I think so, yep. And then they had the, the match, you know, at NWA, because this is when Cody was on his world tour and everything. So, mm-hmm. <sighs> a lot of things going on. In the main event, we had L.A. Knight. Yeah. Thank you. Got the win of a solo Sokoa. Uh, Jimmy Uso comes out to do some helping, but uh, John Cena, he cuts him off. But Solo gives John Cena the Samoan spike for his trouble, but he turns around and gets the BFT. And then after the match, Roman Reigns spears LA Knight and hits us with the big pose to end the show. Uh, this Cena versus Solo match is actually going to be good because they, they're they building this up so, so good. Cena giving, giving the rubs to the, to the youngins. It's going to be a good match. Great match. Mm-hmm. And, and, then, um, Cena had, had matches with Umaga, right? Years ago. I'm pretty sure. Because that's how you kind of look at the how Solo wrestles and you're losing, losing the, using the spike and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's going to, it's going to, um, definitely will be a great, great content between them two. All right, so we'll get to the uh, all the the promos and in the, the backstage segments here, John Cena is the one who gets things going. He welcomes us to SmackDown, but he's cut off by the bloodline. Roman Reigns says that if Cena is going to open his show, he needs to do it right. Reigns says that Cena came back while Reigns was on vacation and started calling himself the GOAT. Cena agrees that he hasn't earned the right to challenge Roman Reigns or call himself the GOAT. He says that, you know, the accomplishment of all those days as champion clearly uh, makes him, you know, the man he was here to acknowledge him, actually. But he says he knows someone who has earned the right to challenge him, though. And here comes L.A. Knight. Yeah. 
to acknowledge, <laughs> to acknowledge Roman Reigns before saying the game has changed since Roman has been gone. Roman says, Roman says, oh, they know his name now, but who does LA Knight think he is? Knight says he's the fastest rising star on in SmackDown history, and here's Jimmy Uso to jump LA Knight from behind. But LA Knight sends him to the floor as John Cena is holding his hands up like, oh my god, did you see what he just did? So Solo stares at L.A. Knight as Paul Heyman begs Roman to reconsider. L.A. Knight says Sequoia seems to have challenged him for tonight, so they're on and promises uh, to mop up the floor with Solo. So, two things about this segment. First is the camera shot of Roman looking into LA Knight's glasses. Mm-hmm. When he was saying, was, you, in, you in my way. Yeah. He, that was definitely iconic. But then when he took off the glasses and said, um, he said, you, uh, when he said, you something, is a, it's, hold on. <laughs> I just saw it and I was just like, I even, I was like, I didn't even catch that reference. <laughs> He said, um, he used to, um, the Thugonomics, he used, um, Casita Pop tour when he, when he used the line from Cena's Thugonomics. And I was just like, oh, I didn't even catch that. Like, <laughs> he used that right. He said, what do you say? Um, hold up. It was something about you referencing this something third person. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Re- yeah, that part if I rep getting in the past tense or whatever. And see the pop for that that's when um somebody had post had had did a mashup right and was playing a little bit of the Thugonomics um theme song. <laughs> I was like I was like, Ellie Knight is definitely on that rise. So he had a he had a rise faster than well, I, I want to say he had a fast process like Stone Cold. You know, everybody is still, you know, like, you know, you still got to, you know, bid your time that you don't get overexposed every day. Right. You know, you know, so he's definitely um, doing what he needs to do, you know, cutting the promos, in-ring action, getting the rub from the main events and everything. He, um, they definitely need to be careful about his matches, keep them short, and they definitely need to, he needs to definitely make sure that he hits the promos. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, Friday was the one, like, yo, you had some flubs when you was in there against the Miz but you gotta shoot straight right here man cause if the big dog come back and tell anybody nah he ain't got it they gonna sweep your ass right up out the way yep regardless of what the fans say right fans will be like fans will be like you know LA night is like nope <laughs> lost the back to the main card sir it'll be just like Brock sidestepping uh, Matt Riddle <laughs> mm. uh, he, he, thought, he thought he had a shot. <laughs> mm-hmm. He thought he had a shot, and you think Riddle gonna show up in AEW? <laughs> oh, he got too many issues, past issues. <sighs> he may. He, he, if he can convince Tony Khan that all that shit is behind him, mm-hmm. he, he, he can show up there and we'll be like, what, what is this? <laughs> uh, Carlito, he says he's happy to be back when Bobby Lashley interrupts him. Lashley is glad to have him back. And Carlito says he wants to face Lashley in his first match on SmackDown. And Lashley says, of course, he getting dressed. And then here come the Street Profits to jump Carlito from behind. So they give him a big beatdown. Uh, after the beatdown, Carlito is being checked on when Bailey comes in to mock him. Selena Vega yells at Adam Pierce to make a match. So her and Bailey 
Got it going right now. Go back to the back. Roman Reigns wants to know what Jimmy Uso was doing out there. But Jimmy says he was trying to be like Roman. That means they looked to Paul Heyman with Reigns asking if Jimmy thinks he's quarterback now. Jimmy is <laughs> getting Jay with Reigns saying, nah, man, that's old news. Roman wants tag team titles back and thinks it's a slap in the face as long as Jay has them. That joint was funny. He was yeah. like, they get a quarterback? Uh, here's Triple H for a big announcement. So good to see Paul out here. He says, uh, Adam Pierce has been working a thankless job for years now. He deserves a promotion. Therefore, he is now the official general manager of Monday Night Raw. So that means that we need a new general manager of SmackDown. And here comes Dominic Mysterio to interrupt. Dominic talks about Judgment Day getting screwed out of the tag team titles, but Triple H couldn't hear him. Dominic goes on about how unfair it is to have a tag team title match tonight when Judgment Day has their shot on Monday Night Raw. Triple H can't believe the fans actually hate him that much as he thought they pumped in that noise. <laughs> that had me laughing. He, I see he definitely was trolling the dirt sheet with that one. <laughs> uh, Dominic is mad about the title match tonight. If he's so mad about that title match tonight, he needs to talk to the general manager of SmackDown, Mr. Nick Aldis. So we get some introductions with Aldis saying he's a big fan of Dominic's father, Ray Mysterio. Aldis talks about the Jay Uso trade, which has brought a new wrestler to SmackDown. Dominic doesn't care and gets yelled at a lot, even as he threatens to slap the new SmackDown star. That's when Kevin Owens is announced as the person who has been traded over to SmackDown, and he stuns Dominic Mysterio. You know that whole um, player to be named later? Right. Kevin Owens was the wrestler to be named later. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so let's talk about that. They finally executed the, um, like you said, the, the, the final piece of the transaction, and yeah. uh, it's Kevin Owens. That's pretty, that's pretty big. Yeah, because for a while, I thought it was going to be Cody, and they're going to be like, okay, Cody can set up to finish the story and everything, but they swerved us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was like, um, it's going to be Kevin Owens. Gives Sammy a different level of depth. Oh, we're going to talk about that because, Yeah, gives Kevin Owens, uh, uh, you know, Kevin Owens is one of those people, man, just give him a couple of weeks and he'll he'll find his groove on SmackDown. You know, he seems to, oh, he's like a cat, no matter yeah, what. I told, I told you, I told you um, when it was the year that, um, I forgot where WrestleMania was going with me, how that, um, and you had the, the, the SmackDown, it was the SmackDown, the Go Home Show before, um, it was the Go Home Show and everything, and I was like, um, I was like, um, I said Kevin Owens will turn heel. I think it was, I think it was the one where, um, where Cody, not Cody, Kofi won the, 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 the um, oh, Kofi Mania. No, 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 that wasn't Kofi Mania. No, it wasn't Kofi Mania. It was just one of the wrestle, one of them, like go home shows for WrestleMania. And, and Kevin, the way I told you, Kevin Owens' demeanor was after the show was over. I said, oh yeah, he's definitely about to turn heel. So, like you say, he gonna find his footing, and he's gonna be in somebody's the feud with somebody, and that's gonna be the bloodline. They are pissed at this latest development, but Roman isn't pleased with Jimmy Uso being on his couch drinking his water. <laughs> Jimmy and Solo, they they like, yo man, we gotta we gotta go handle some business right quick. He kept saying he, he was like, I don't like that. <laughs> uh, we get a video on Dragon Lee. They really pushing Dragon Lee, man. Yep. I was like, you didn't want to stay on NXT for long. <laughs> it wasn't even being there for long. <laughs> right, right. Chelsea Green and Piper Niven. They tried to get new 
tag team titles from Nick Aldis, but he has an appointment with Charlotte. Champs leave and Aldis says he saw what happened at Fastlane. Therefore, Charlotte gets a women's title shot next week. Charlotte is pleased and goes to leave when she runs into Jade Cargill. They stare each other down as Triple H pops in. Jay says, it's my pleasure. Charlotte responds, it will be. And that was our final segment. Backstage segment. There it is, man. They just they just just dropping all the just just testing out all the pops. I bet they're going back with the decimal level like, okay, Jade showing up with Triple X got this pop. Jade showing up with Shawn Michaels got this pop. Jade showing up opposite of Charlotte got this pop. <laughs> Probably sit there, probably sit there looking like when she gonna wrestle like, we, we got time for that we got time for that <laughs> yeah. yeah I really like your idea though what you said about starting her in NXT letting her get used to the WWE style getting her used to storylines getting her used yeah, to they, 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 spent, they, they gave her the bag the you, gotta, promos. you gotta make this you gotta make this work for um you gotta make this work for um for your money. Get your money's worth and everything. Mm-hmm. You know you can't be sitting up there. You can't be sitting up there just putting that in the ring. It's like okay, go out there and do what you do. Like nah, then you gonna have you know, everybody saying, "Oh, this is what happened on um on, on Dynamite when she showed up." Like nah, we gotta um she gotta um like I said, get get accustomed to that style and everything and if she wants to and, and, you know everybody keep thinking like she's going to be bigger than somebody who somebody it was somebody who said that she might be the the female rock someone like you know going beyond wrestling and everything mm-hmm. I said listen they're going to make her to a star like she was already a household name but she about to be out there mm-hmm. you know when we see her doing appearances you know you know, red for carpets and shit, red carpets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. She gonna be out there, just like how Binky. That's how we start seeing Binky. Um, we start seeing Binky, and we was just like, "Yo, <laughs> mm-hmm. like Binky is definitely that girl." Because look what she was at. She was, um, she was at the TKO thing. She was at the merger thing. Yeah, at the, at, at, on Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Her and Martinez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was doing the ages of other stuff too. Did a whole bunch of other stuff right around that time too. Yeah, I was just like, yo, she is um definitely they, they, he was like, yo, they definitely fucks for her. <laughs> right. We was like, oh, they definitely got big plans. Yeah, we was like, we said they got big plans for both of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, um on a off topic because I'm watching this hockey game. Uh, you seen that the sphere in Vegas? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That joint is ridiculous, right? It is. They was, um, I think it was like YouTube, a YouTube show was there, and it was just crazy how they just look. I was like, sheesh. Imagine they do a wrestling joint, a wrestling show in that joint. Just the way the joint look on the outside alone with the way that they can change the, you know, LEDs and shit is one thing. And then the way it look on the inside, like you said, with that show is just right. It's next level. But yeah, man, SmackDown was next level too, because this was a great season premiere. We, we done uh, bumped LA Knight all the way up into the main events. He ain't even get the Intercontinental title or nothing. He's just going straight to the top. But too bad he's going to be just to step over for Roman. I guess Crown Jewel. What you think? Um, It's possible. You never know. Do you think but Roman... Saying, but they were saying that they uh, might run some house shows opposite of Crown Jewel. So, 
that's how it's, I met the report or talk about this a couple of weeks ago, but they were saying like, I think they, they say not every, all the talent is not going over to um, Saudi. Okay. Okay. So you might have the Crown Jewel show and you might have like two house shows somewhere else. I don't know. They haven't really announced anything yet, but it's going to be interesting to see. But they, their Crown Jewel call is starting to, um, well, sorry, Blood Money 7. <laughs> um, it's, starting to, it's starting to come together. Um, the title defense has got to be at Crown Jewel because you got to assume he's going to be in War Games. Right. So, which is... Oh, we probably can say this now. And I think... I, 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 we can say this now because this didn't happen and we'll... It has already been announced, but oh, hold on, Mo. So I'm saying Logan Paul had already um, challenged. Um, say he wants to challenge Rey Mysterio for the U.S. title. I said this maybe when Logan gets his first title in the company. Uh oh, uh oh, they gonna make him mad. Oh yeah, they're gonna make it, they're gonna make a lot of people mad. Man. But watch if he gonna get, get the title, that's gonna be social media engagement for the company. Mm-hmm. Big time. Big time. Because then it's gonna be on that show that he does all next to the energy drinks. Mm-hmm. 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 As, as soon as after he had his fight. He said he wanted to challenge um, Ray Mysterio. I was like, oh. You want to call that a fight? Well, I'm just saying what they build it as. <laughs> yeah, it was all kinds of, it was all the combat sports on one. It was wrestling, it was boxing, it was UFC. <laughs> but anywho. All right, man, we're going to transition into Monday Night Raw on the Raw cast. So we had Shinsuke Nakamura get the win over Ricochet in a Falls Count Anywhere match uh, with the Kinsasha. Uh, Ricochet did get a cool spot, dive off the bat. Yes. So he did get some shine in this. WWE made a poll asking which one they prefer either um Ricochet jumping off more onto um, Shinsuke Nakamura or Kevin Owens um, jumping off at um, wherever the one was in Pittsburgh. Oh, word on was that was that Shane? Huh? Was that Shane or the one where they uh, where? No, it was he always had the um hockey jersey on. Oh, 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 right, where he popped out of the thing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fast lane. Uh, no, was that fast no. Lane? No, no, that fast was, lane. Uh, yeah, payback, payback, thank you. Okay, yeah. which which one do you think? I went with um Ricochet because yeah, Ricochet cool. <laughs> Right. He landed on and you know, he had his target and everything. And also Curry Guards was just foot went falling out. <laughs> uh, Piper and also, and also Ricochet, like I said, and I say that Ricochet wasn't gonna see no peace and losing, <laughs> getting pinned right in front of Samantha. <laughs> tough life, tough life. Uh, Piper Niven, she got the win over Natalia, uh, with the basement cross crossbody after mm. the match. Chelsea Green comes in for the beat down, but Tegan Knox, she runs in for the save. So Tegan Knox is all over everywhere after being in bubble wrap for like two yeah. years. Well she was she was she was definitely getting that main event check. Ludwig Kaiser got the win over Johnny Gargano after uh, Gio Vinci offered a distraction which led to the twist in DDT. So uh, Johnny Gargano was back, but no wins for him. Apparently, Tomasa Ciampa is out due to the beatdown from last week, so he ain't had no help. Just nope. sad situation for Johnny Gargano. Ciampa was looking for him. 
He was nowhere to be found. Now he getting he getting beat down, and now he was nowhere to be found. Rhea Ripley got the win over Shayna Baszler via DQ when Zoe Stark interfered. Uh, after the match, Rhea Ripley calls Nia Jax in for a big fight. That's when Stark and Rhea Ripley beat down Nia Jax, only for Zoe Stark to break up a slam attempt. And Zoe Stark clears the ring of everybody. Raquel Rodriguez was out there, Shayna, Rhea, Nia, and Zoe Stark was the one standing tall. They kind of have been. Um, they used the, the rub from Trish for her pretty good, I think. Yeah. And they single handedly have kind of rebuilt a women's division off of this little mix of women brawling every week. That they have. In the uh, Big E special. Mm hmm. retained his intercontinental title with the win over Bronson Reed via the big power bomb so um, yeah it was just two big guys doing big guy things and uh, this is definitely a great match I was about to say and Gunter don't miss dog and now you you see Gunter man he's starting to get cut up a little bit now Yeah, lost the weight now he's starting to get cut up like okay don't think I'm fuck around and be the one. Fuck Cody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he um he definitely don't miss and he definitely um they put on a great match. Yeah, this was very good. Uh Judgment Day. Oh gosh. He got the win over Cody Rose and Jay Uso. When Finn Balor hit the coup de gras to Jay. Uso because Jimmy Uso out of nowhere came through the super kick J and Judgment Day are your new undisputed tag team champions as they pose with them titles to end the show. You got Judgment Day fatigue, bro? I don't have Judgment Day fatigue. I mean, just don't take the titles off of them to give it back to them or like, don't don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. I, I hate. I, that's one thing I, I hate is when they take they take the titles off of the one person, they give them back to them like a short time later. I'm like, what was the point? Mm-hmm. You know, just keep the titles on them and you know make it work like that. But um. It was interesting seeing Jimmy come out there, and I said, "Oh, this is just going further storyline between them." You know something? They got he got to get his lick back. Oh yeah, for sure. My money gonna make him wait. Probably say, then he I ain't gonna worry about it right now. And then when you, when Jimmy least expected, boom, Jay right there. Can they extend this to WrestleMania? between them two or do you think Royal Rumble is about as far as they can take it? We're about to hit November. Survivor Series, December. Royal Rumble's January. Um, it may could happen. But like I said, we're not privy to like the storylines or things like that. So, Excuse me, a lot would have to a lot would have to develop in between that time. Right. All right. All right, so Sammy Zayn, he started off this episode of Monday Night Raw. Sammy says it feels a little weird to be here and out here by himself. His brother and partner has been moved to SmackDown, and he's obviously very sad that their partnership has ended this way. He says he's excited for Kevin Owens, though, because he knows Owens will do huge things on SmackDown, and he's excited for himself, too, because now he gets to stand on his own two feet. It's time to prove that he is a world heavyweight champion level superstar, and there's an elephant in the room, though, 
and that is due to the arrival of Jay Uso. It took Owens and Zayn years to get to the highest point, but when they had to deal with, and then they had to deal with Judgment Day. Now they're getting a tag team title shot tonight, but Zayn wants to thank the fans for getting him here. Judgment Day, they come down to interrupt. But Damian Priest back bragging about who they've gotten rid of around here. Rhea Ripley cuts him off and talks about how they would recruit lost wrestlers and give them directions. In Sami Zayn's case, though, they just want to get rid of him permanently. The team surrounds him, but here comes Jay Uso with the pair of chairs to even things up. Finn Balor calls the team off and Sami leaves, not looking at not looking completely pleased with Jay. Your thoughts, sir, on Sami Zayn talking about, hey, put my name in the mix for the World Heavyweight Championship. Hey, right, he said he wants that shot, boss. Time to show and prove that he is a World Heavyweight Champion level superstar. Mm. Is Sami Zayn this era's without the crazy bumps and hardcore matches. This mm-hmm. era is Mick Foley. Right, right. I think it's something to it. I think if he got the belt, people would lose their minds and they would they would be but they would be so with it. Um Who you talking about get the belt? Sammy. Oh, and they would have pulled it off of Montreal. They probably would still be screaming. <laughs> Man, they are fucking banking in this damn um, Vegas and Dallas hockey game. This is the second fight in the second period alone. Uh, so we get a look at Shinsuke Nakamura and Ricochet getting in a fight last week with Nakamura possibly costing Ricochet a chance at the Intercontinental title. Nakamura gives us another subtitle video about how he is going to smash Ricochet like a fly. Jay Uso catches up with Sammy in the back and asks if they're cool. Sammy says he needs a minute to think because even though Jay made the save, all he was thinking was that it should have been Kevin Owens making that save. Owens isn't here and it's because of Jay even though Sammy wants him to be happy Jay has the momentum in the titles and Sammy has nothing and it's because Jay is here Jay says Sammy has his back and he walks off so Sammy catches up to Jay apologizes for what he said he offers a handshake but Jay hugs him instead yep the depth of those two because that's the story of the bloodline is those two right there. Mm-hmm. Sammy trying to get in to it and Jay trying to figure out if he belonged and at the same point, Jay trying to figure out his spot, his own place in the bloodline. So, this is good. There's a lot of, there's a lot of story in WWE right now. It's not like they not really focusing on matches. They focusing on a lot of story. 100% bro. And it's working. Yeah. Piper Niven and Chelsea Green interrupt a group of women who are just standing around not doing much. Green says she and Tegan Knox are best friends even though Tegan Knox points out that Piper Niven ordered them to be a tag team. So why you ain't calling me? Uh, Seth Rollins is here for a promo. He recaps last week's uh, Crown Jewel setup title match against Drew McIntyre, plus McIntyre saving him from a money in the bank cash in. Rollins mm-hmm. asks if McIntyre has been getting himself a little help, and we see a clip of McIntyre and Rhea Ripley talking in the background from last week. McIntyre says, first of all, he isn't a thirsty creep like Jay Uso. And Rhea Ripley came up to him. Second of all, what they were talking about is none of Rollins' business, and he should be worried about McIntyre taking that title. Well, Seth Rollins says McIntyre needs to worry about stepping up in the big moments. McIntyre talks about the bloodline costing him, but Rollins tells him to get over it. 
And then we hear about McIntyre stepping up during the pandemic when WWE needed it. Then he had his chance again in front of 50,000 people, but the bloodline cost him the title. Rollins says he understands what McIntyre is going through as he spent four years trying to get back to the top of the mountain. McIntyre is pointing fingers and making excuses, and it won't get him anywhere. When Rollins beats McCrown Jewel, it would be the best thing to happen to him because McIntyre will have no one to blame but himself. They finna turn Drew heel. You think? I told you that. The murder sword is gonna be unleashed on people. Yeah, I told you they pre-ready to turn heel. <laughs> you, you can hear it in his promos and everything. He's definitely ready to turn heel. So don't be surprised what happened. Andy Hartwell asked Becky Lynch for NXT Women's title shot because she never lost the title. Becky is cool with that and says she'll go get it set up. As Becky Lynch leaves, she runs into Rhea Ripley for a stare down. Ripley smiles and walks away with Becky saying something about being Becky Two Belts. Oh, here we go. They've been keeping... Rhea and Becky away from each other for a long time. So that was the first interaction they had together in a minute. Drew McIntyre comes up to Sammy and isn't happy with him, instantly forgiving Jay Uso earlier. That's the right hand man of the bloodline, and Zane just easily forgave him. Zane doesn't like that, and we get a match set up between the two of them for next week. Becky Lynch gets a match with Indy Hartwell set up for next week per Shawn Michaels' approval. And that's when Zia Lee comes in to say that she wants a title shot too. Becky says, say the word. And, but Zia Lee says it will be on her time. Right. <laughs> the next thing you know, we see Jade Cargill pop up with Becky telling her to get in line. Becky leaves and Cargill says, she's funny. No, you gotta say she looked at her and said, "Nice title." Oh, nice title. Said, oh, yeah, yeah. She said, "Nice title." She said, "Get in line." Yeah, get in line. So she was like, "She's funny." Yeah. And that's yeah. what Ed was like, "Oh, you can do that when you're a man." And then she was, he was like, "You need to get that in red." <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "I said, oh, I said you saw team by Nick, because you know we said they want healthy competition between Raw and SmackDown." Hmm. So I wonder if they're going to do the whole um, invasion angle again. Like no, they no, 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 no. <laughs> when it was Kirk and um, Shane. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Let's learn from the past and not do that again. Well, what's wrong with that, that invasion angle? I ain't talking about, I ain't, I'm not talking about what happened when ECW and, and WCW combined forces. I'm talking <laughs> Tell me where they show, oh, this is what happened. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You ain't get to Naya part. I'll, I'll say that we get to Naya part. Okay. <laughs> well, we're about to right here. Okay. Miz complains about being put on the third hour of the show and thinks Nick Aldis should take over Raw. Naya Jax comes in and says she's still taking everyone's best shot and looking pretty. No one has taken her best shot because she does the squashing around here. Miz isn't pleased, but we're out of time. <laughs> Jackie Rimmer said we're out of time and he was like <laughs> he was not thrilled but um so when when they so somebody had posted that and so Becky retweeted them and remember when um Nia broke her nose mm-hmm. and um doing that in, um invasion angle right and she said I got she said yeah I got back up <laughs> I was like oh shit <laughs> Becky was like Becky, Becky Rose was broken. <laughs> if you think that, but did that happen on that happened on Raw, right? Um, I think so. I think that was Monday. Yeah, okay. that's a pivotal moment in women's wrestling. It was the Sasha Banks Bailey match at Takeover Brooklyn. It, that's like the first one. 
And then that moment right there with Becky Lynch getting her nose broken. And she's in the crowd with the bloody with the bloody face. Right. That is the second one. And then I think Binky and Sasha at WrestleMania is the third one. Yes. Like Becky Lynch getting her nose broken and doing whatever the hell she did concussed set her and WWE Women's Wrestling on a different platform for a minute. Everybody was talking about that. Mm-hmm. Because you've never seen a woman legitimately injured like that, I guess, in that type of setting, you know? So... Yeah, it was a big. It was a. It was a. That was a big deal. It was. Uh, Rhea Ripley. She comes in to see Adam Pierce and tells him to get the women's division in line. Adam Pierce is tired of threats, so it's a five-way match for the title at Crown Jewel. Rhea Ripley isn't happy and says so she'll eradicate them all. With Ripley gone, Jinder Mahal and Industry come in to say they want to talk. Man, Adam Pierce is like, good gosh. Can't get no no work done. All these people coming up here here trying to talk to me. Uh, the Alpha Academy with Akira Tozawa. They're doing <laughs> when a new day comes in. Gyrations occur, and a match is set for next week. He was talking about who had the best hips, and then Akira said something, and then and that's what Xavier was like. Tozawa, that's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we take a look at the opening of Kofi Kingston's Children's Library and Digital Center in Ghana uh, to help with the education uh, of his uh, people back in his homeland. So Kofi Kingston always giving back um, just a stand-up dude in all regards. So big ups to Kofi and uh, everything that that center is going to do for those kids uh, in their futures. Uh, Gunther is proud of Ludwig Kaiser for his win. Giovanni Vinci, on the other hand, didn't accomplish his goal. Gunther saw Johnny Gargano walking around tonight, so next week he wants Gargano stretch it out, and it's Ludwig Kaiser's responsibility. And uh, that was our final backstage promo segment. So there you go Motet underscore Reese Monday Night Raw Smackdown season premieres uh, what'd you think about Monday Night Raw um I would say it's a um, pretty interesting show uh, we got um new champions mm-hmm. um we got the potential for New fields to develop, new fields to develop. Um, Adam Pierce is going to have his hands for now that he's not running both shows any longer. I mean, he's going to be, have some. He's going to be freed up to do some other things, but he's not going to. Um, he's not going to have to worry about being on both shows, trying to figure out left to right, up and down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But as I enjoyed, I overall I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, so I think it was a great show. Um, definitely building up towards Crown Jewel, and it's going to be interesting to see how these these cards play out. All right, Mo. At this time, brother. It's time for the Mo Melsa news segment. <sighs> what do I have to talk about this week? Because it seems like everything is like and all that happens and everything. Oh, well. <laughs> Calm the storm, brother. Calm the storm. I'm not going to say, you know, that because, you know, what happens. Um, so they say Jay Cargill um, filed a trademark for herself. So 
They might be let her keep keep this name. Mm-hmm. Um. So Lexus King, um, they be and next week at Halloween Havoc. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um. What else? I said, I said, Lou Paul's going to be on SmackDown Friday to, well, I guess Ray can give him an answer for his challenge and everything. Right. Um, wow. Um, yeah, it's just, What you got in the background that's got your attention? Oh, nothing. So he's speculating on the future of Bo Dallas. Okay, he's still signed, or about to, or going think about resigning him. Well, since the whole thing with the, the white six never really got off the ground, right? He's um, maybe he'll be the leader. That's what they were saying, but. They, they haven't really brought him back to TV to do anything with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'd be, he'd be, I mean, it'd be just like uh, Mark Briscoe. He'd be super over. You know, just off of the people would be happy to see him and be able to pour their sympathy out to him. Right. Boss. So Montez Ford says he doesn't feel like his new WWE led Lashley led fashion is a new hurt business. He says um, he had an interview with the New York Post. He said he doesn't feel their group the group is a new anything. He said fans will make comparisons to whatever is common to them or can make the best comparisons to them. I don't feel like we're a new hurt business. I don't feel like we're new anything. We're just something different. We had an evolution of what was. We had a new version of what it is and what's going to be. It's three different people that's never been paying. <laughs> that in itself should make it automatically different. You don't see one person that's still the same in the new group. It's okay, it, but it's called the group's old old group's name. It doesn't work that way. Uh, you notice he used uh, Carmelo's phrase in there, right? Yeah. They've been speculating that's where he's going to land. That'd be interesting if he comes. But he might, he might, he might, he, he might be playing, he might be playing the role of Judas in NXT. Mm-hmm. So Binky, they said Binky's return from her well deserved break is coming sooner rather than coming sooner rather than later. Um, according to the PWI Insider Elite, Binky could be back on WWE TV as early as this week's episode on the twentieth. She's also slated to be a part of the um, Crown Jewel um, event in Saudi Arabia. That's what's up. Yeah. We got, we had like, you know, um, it'd be interesting to see how things play out, <laughs> you know, when she comes back. Oh, yeah. I would love to see her and Jay have an interaction. Oh, like, please. <laughs> oh, is it? have an interaction. That's going, that's going, that's going to blow up Twitter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Big time. Everybody's going to be speculation and be like pointing, like, okay, what's what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Um, Let's 
so Sammy Guevara, Guevara um, suffered a concussion, I think, in Wrestle Green. Mm-hmm. Wasn't cleared to, um, still wasn't cleared to wrestle, so. Mm. That's rough. Very, very rough. Don't like to hear about the people in concussion protocol. Oh, but you got to, you know, take care of yourself. Yeah, definitely got to take that seriously. Don't rush back. Curry and Crossback because are they? I don't get the anything. I mean, they can keep his wife. They can release him though. I'm surprised he made it past the uh, the cuts. That's Triple H. That's one of Triple H's boys though. So. He was able to survive the survive the cuts. It's just really anything interesting going on. All right, what we have for main event? Um, main event. Um, hold on. Just saw it. Um, um, I know your boy will be on there. Big body? No, actually, no, oh. actually um, my Wonder Twins boys will be on there oh. wrestling. Don't trip. Yeah. You stepping up to the main? It's about his second time up there. Okay. He wrestled, um, I thought the first time I came up there, he wrestled, um, Cedric Alexander. Mm, right, right, right. And the other match was, anyway, I forgot who the other match was. Um, so it was, um, Akira Tazawa versus Nathan Frazier and Gag- Chad Gable versus Trick Williams. Oh, he got to wrestle Chad Gable? Yes. So, oh, I might, I'm, 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 we might, we might both be looking at that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, Trick. They, they really stepped up in levels. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Damn. Him and Chad Gable wrestling, so that's pretty dope, man. Yeah, they, they definitely um, see it for him. Mm-hmm, for sure. You know, just you know, that's definitely somebody that's going to be able to report back and be like, yay or nay, right? Yes. <laughs> And I told, like I told you, they going they start the, they doing the um, having the NXT talent wrestle main event against you know talent from um, the talent game. That's smart. Also, Nick Aldis. So with the Nick Aldis being the general manager on SmackDown, he's hired into the the role of the full time role of being the um, producer. Mm-hmm. So I got to add him to my list for um, I am, uh, Crown Jewel. You know, I don't, I don't want to say Crown Jewel. I'll say add him to the list and add um, Bobby Roode as well, too, because he's been doing stuff on, like, Raw. Damn, they got a whole slew of people. Yeah. Man, it's because it's like Shane, it's like Hurricane, Adam Pierce, Nick Aldis, Bobby Roode. Michael Hayes, Jason Jordan, um, Petey Williams, Molly, Molly Holly, 
um, Tyson Kidd. Uh, shit. I'm missing somebody. Um, blah, 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 blah. your boy, uh, from Spirit Squad. Yeah, Kenny Dykes. Kenny Dykes, your Kenny Dome. The, the, yeah, Chris Park. Uh, how did I forget him? <laughs> I think I got everybody, though. Else. Right. Well, let me, I'll, I'll, I'll run down who they, who, who was going up tonight. Like Michael Hayes did a Sami Zayn promo that opened the show. Um, Shane Helms did Nakamura and Ricochet's fourth count anywhere. TJ Wilson did Natalia and Piper Nevin. Mm-hmm. Abyss did the angle between Seth and Drew. Sean Davari did Gargano versus Louis Kaiser. Jason Jordan did Rhea Ripley versus Shayna Baszler. Pete Williams did a Gunther Bronson rematch. So kudos to him for that one. Mm-hmm. And um, Michael Hayes did um, the Judgment Day and Cody versus Jay. Mm-hmm. Nick Aldis um, produced um, the characters out with Nathan Frazier match. And Bobby Roode did the Chad Gable Trick Williams match. Yeah, that's what's up, man. That's a that's a even though they don't have like a lot of matches, but they got the producers that's doing the the segments and stuff too. So it's a lot, like I said, there's a lot of hands on deck. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Well, all right, Mo, that's all you got. Just guess it's time for shout outs and thank yous, man. Um, shout out to you, Don Hall of Fame. <laughs> Um, inductee, shout out to the, uh, your, your fellow inductees, um, Greg, Sam, and the lovely, the lovely, so talented, and our landlady for SmackDown, Miss Didi Jonay. Um, shout out to Jade, um, Semi, Terry's boy, and Walt Stallwin. Um, our spaces crew, Colin Wren, Black Marvel, Black Holland. Um, Jula Jula, Mamazette, Queen Mount Mindy, um, Miss V, Miss Ash, um, you know, anybody who's down with us. We got so many people that's in the, in the tweets with us, you know, talking to us, you know, sharing that commentary with color with us as well. We're all doing that, you know, because that's what we do. <laughs> Um, it was just, just funny just when you go back and read the tweets and you see, you know, the, the reactions that, you know, everyone has, um, the reactions that everyone has on certain segments and everything, you know, so it's always fun just to see that, you know. Well, Mo, to the underscore Reese, I appreciate you once again, sir, for joining me here on this edition of the WrestleCast. Shout out to Miss Didi Jonay for dropping by this past week. Shout out to Miss J to the Max, the tribal chief just out there roaming the international <laughs> national scene out there spreading her tribal chiefessness upon everybody getting acknowledged worldwide. She uh, checked you. She checked you last week. When you yeah, did. I forgot. Uh, he said, he said "We think he is Jay Uso." <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shout out to Ms. Simi. Uh, check out our latest edition of the NXT cast where we talked about their edition and uh, their salvo into the Tuesday Night War. We also did our show on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media, where we talked about Dynamite's uh, effort from last Tuesday as well. So please check that out. Uh, shout out to everybody here on the CSPN. Shout out to the guys over on the Comic Book Chronicles. So if you're into the comic books and things, check those guys out as well. 
Uh, shout out to all the ladies over at the Forever Young cast, and shout out to all the ladies of the WrestleCast, all the members of the Glow. We appreciate y'all so much. Shout out to Khaled Ran, um, Black Howling, Black Marvel. Shout out to everybody in the WrestleCast Fantasy League. Uh, shout out to my fantasy team, four and two. So we're we're navigating the waters of losing Justin Jefferson uh, rather nicely so far. See if we can sustain this until he gets back. Mo, how you looking on your fantasy so far this year? definitely a fantasy yeah so shout out to everybody that's in the league and good luck to everybody except for whoever's playing me this week Um, just continue to use the hashtag rawcast and smackdown matters to share your commentary with color with us on Fridays and Mondays and also the NXT cast on Wednesdays or Tuesdays excuse me and the dynamite cast on Wednesdays as we've got different places and different hashtags for you guys to share your commentary with color with us all through the week when it comes to your pro wrestling watching and viewing so for mr mo to the underscore reese i'm your host don delorente and this has been the wrestlecast please stay tuned for the parting promo Sorry, man. How rude of me. I didn't even introduce myself. Because, you know, while you've been sitting at home on the couch for the last month and a half, and you wear that gold title around your waist, things have changed just a little bit. So I'll tell you what, Tulsa, tell them whose game this is. All right. We're very proud of you. I gave you a couple months and they say your name now. <laughs> but let's be honest here. Over 1,100 days as champ, I've done things that you would never imagine in this business. What makes you think you could ever stand in the ring with me? Honest, I mean, who the hell you think you are standing in my ring right now? Talking like that's a good way to get yourself referred to in the past tense. So I'll put it to you like this. Who am I to be in this ring with you? I'm the fastest rising star in SmackDown history. I'm the man.